Welcome to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Our show is all about the exciting world of real estate, and in particular, how it relates to the lucrative New York market. But if you're not planning a real estate transaction in New York, we still have plenty of information that you can use no matter where you are. Now, here's your host, Vince Rocco. Welcome back to the program. At this hour, Dawn Darty is here. She is an author, speaker, and career coach who does a lot of work with real estate professionals. Today, we will discuss your future as a real estate agent. Do you have a multi-million or do you have a million-dollar uh, business plan for 2018? Multi. I think I do, but who knows? Right? Multi. multi. Of course, yeah. you would have multi. If not, you better listen to this coaching session as Dawn takes us through a mini workshop to customize your business plan with lots of great tips. But first, I would like to welcome my listeners in the United States and around the world. I am Vince Rocco, and you are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate. First, a program note. Please join me, and I believe Louise, also at the 2018 New York City Real Estate Expo. The expo is on April 18th, and if you want tickets, please email me here at the show, and I will We'll get you free tickets to get in. I'll be speaking and moderating a panel of our, and our topic that day will be the industry leaders forecasting 2018. Our city is enormously popular with local and foreign buyers, and our prices are reflective of tremendous high net worth in this town. So join me, and if you have any additional uh, questions or information, please let me know. Again, email me here at the show. Good morning, New York. Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Dawn is coach for real estate agents and other professionals who are in business for themselves. She is also an author and speaker. She has frust- she helps frustrated service professionals. Frustrated service professionals? And overwhelmed. Really? My goodness. <laughs> I wouldn't be one Never of met one. <laughs> of course. They don't exist who, in our business. <laughs> who want to grow their practices and mastering a technique for lead generation so they create a purpose-based business with a steady flow of income. Dawn finishes projects masterfully while others are just getting started. She has a keen sense of the big picture and intimately understands all of the inner working. She speaks to thousands about earning big while living life on their terms. You don't have to live a big life to earn big. People tell her she lives. Uh, she leaves them inspired, energized, and ready to tackle everything that stands in their way. She is constantly uh, improving her craft and reducing the amount of time it takes for her clients to go from good to outstanding. Dawn has never met a challenge she did not uh, take head on and is ready to go while also deciding what's best and what to leave behind. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to have you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so energized by this group. Now, you were here You were here once before, but not in studio. You called in, and we talked about yeah. this before the show this morning. But um, we're excited because, you know, business plans are very uh, important for all of us professionals, whether you're real estate or not. But especially in our business, because we're independent contractors, we don't get a salary, and we have to really sit and think most times, all day, how we're going to find our next piece of business. So if you don't yes. have a plan, if you don't have it written down, as we were talking about before the broadcast today, it ain't going to work. So, you know, the topic again is, do you have a million dollar business plan? I'm going to go through seven points that you've come up with, Dawn, to contribute to your success in 2018. So let's go right at it. In the talk today, we want to walk away with a business plan that will help lead us to an increase in listings, appointments, and buyers who are qualified. So mm-hmm. I think your first point is, how do you leverage your success from last year? So in 2017, we all here had fairly decent years. How do you leverage 2017 into success for this year? Yes, well, the first thing I do when I meet with clients is to have them 
give me a picture of what is life like for them now? You know, what's worked for them? And then we get right into what do you want more of? Uh a business plan is such a daunting title, business plan. It's it almost is. like homework or, mm-hmm. I don't know, paying taxes, right? It's, 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 I, it, it, I don't want to go near that you thing. Know, it's very that interesting you're, that you you're say that. You're suggesting that I should do. Because I've always considered, whenever managers, especially mm-hmm. in corporate America, used to say, I need your business plan and I need it by Friday. That to me was homework. <laughs> I'm not interested. Go away and leave me so alone. So maybe you should call it something else, right? It's, well. it's your... Earning, earning igniter. Um, your, your, to leverage where you are right now, you get, you have to get really, really specific about. Okay, what do I want more of? And even more particularly, what do I want my life to feel like and be like and look like? Mm. And to give yourself the permission to order what it is that you experience as opposed to believing that, okay, life is a, a day is, you know, things coming at, coming at me, fires I have to put out, people doing this to me, you know, events going south. And when I work with people, I take them through uh, a process so they claim 100% responsibility mm. for where they are and where they're going. So it's no more finger pointing or blaming or this is happening to me because of this outside force. So we get started by understanding, okay, what went well? What do I want more of? And I take, um, the first step is to go through what I call my VMOM questions. And the first question is, what do I really want? Okay, you're in this business and it's not an easy business, especially in this city. Mm Mm-hmm. You could be somewhere making an hourly wage or a half a million dollars a year working for a big company. You guys are so skilled. You'd be the best litigators out there or whatever it is that you chose to do. You're in real estate because you want financial freedom and you want freedom. So that's that's usually what people answer that first question as. And then the second question is why? So what's what's behind it? What's your why? If I were to ask you all, what is your why? Why are you putting yourself on the line? Why is this freedom really important to you? What would you say? Anybody want to volunteer that? Sure. I, well, I mean, I can just win here. This is Noah. Um, I, it's funny because there's, there's such a multifaceted answer. I don't have like a specific, and I think a lot of agents have the same mm-hmm. thing. Different, like agents are in the business for different reasons. So, uh, a lot of times you hear that, oh, I'm an actor, I'm an actress, you know, I'm in this because it gives me, I can do several things at once. Um, I, I'm just going to quickly start out by saying I have ADD. And I, I appreciate uh, like impulsive, like I like to handle five or 10 things at once. The problem is I also can fall prey to it and all the problems that go along with it. So I've been sort of towing this line of, in a nine typical nine to five, I would just like totally start falling asleep at my desk. But if I'm an agent, it actually works with my mind and how I and how it operates and what it feeds on. Nothing's repetitive. Nothing's it's repetitive. Always different. There's no monotony. Exactly. And so I always t- toe this fine line of it's it's feeding me the way I want it to feed me. I'm I'm awake 
But I'm also, I don't want things to fall through the cracks. And that's why I'm really curious about your business plan and everything there. Well, and I'm just going to interject. This is Louise Phillips Forbes. Um, For myself, I mean, I came to New York to be a dancer. And I was, you know, uh, never think of myself even today as a businesswoman with a 200 and something million dollar business. Because I am, what drives me is not the money. I'm not, and, and, and thankfully, and I, and I attribute my success to being focused on being of service. Mm-hmm. And that clicked for me. I'm Southern. We never are supposed to talk about money. And it's like the first time you meet somebody, it's like, hi, how are you? How much do you make? What do you do? And how much do you want to spend? Crazy, it is still right? 28 years so later. Yeah. So, so uncomfortable. So for me, my success and what drives me is the relational aspect and that's what feeds my soul and it happens to be that you know money comes with that yeah yep I'm actually um, I'm of the same mind um, I think the financial constraints of just being a New Yorker having a family and wanting to do the things that you want to do just kind of comes naturally but I'm also driven by the human aspect of it mm-hmm. and um, making making matches um, I mean w- what we do is we kind of deliver the future. For people, buyers or you know, their life is unfolding in front of them when they buy something. Um, sellers, you know, they when they sell, they all have financial freedom to do whatever they need to do with their earnings, um, and that that's a nice thing to be able to facilitate. I also pride myself on being good at what I do and really enjoying it. And similarly to Noah, this is Anna, by the way. Similarly <laughs> to Noah, um, I need to be. I need to be active. I need to be fulfilled by my day and sitting at a desk. I'm almost never at my office. Sitting at my desk would just never do it for me. I can fall asleep. So being out there, meeting different people and um, being energized by new life every single day, I think it's just an incredible opportunity that we have. I, I, also, I also, when I teach at Rebney or, or, or talk to people about building teams, you know, for me, it's like... Um, there is no, there is, it's unlimited. There's nothing that prevents you from, the sky is the limit. And, and that, to me, was attractive, that possibility. Speaking of mm-hmm. which, um, you know, and I think we're also like-minded in terms of service. Um, I think that you have to really love, like, it's kind of like Jerry Maguire, the quote, unless you love everybody, you can't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. I really think that there's such an aspect to that. At least I find it to be true every day. Um, my background, I was a, strateg- a strategic management consultant before coming to real estate. And what I loved about that job was the level of thinking, the just the, the variety of projects that I would switch from, from one project to the next. I mean, one, I'm doing a, hard, a hardware strategy implementation at MX. And the next one, I'm doing a business plan strategy and marketing strategy for Kmart, right? So the variation of the work was so interesting, fascinating. I always like to be on my toes. But there was this huge thing about like putting in FaceTime and how often are you at the office and are you punching the clock? And that seemed like such an inefficient and frankly artificial waste of time and I needed to do something that was much more fulfilling every minute Mm -hmm. I was doing something that was genuinely actually doing something and not just punching the clock and I think that that really is a big driver for a lot of us too. Pearl, Pearl, you just reminded me of something when you said uh, you were a strategic consultant because I also was a consultant back in the day and I loved it. I love to learn. That's one of the things that drives me but one of the things I didn't like about consulting was for me at least the position I had was I didn't feel like I was having real impact. You know, you'd, you'd put a proposal together but nothing would ever happen with it, right? 
with real estate, it's such a real thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're helping people find a home. Um, so it, it just felt like I was having so much impact on people's lives and tactile. learning. Yeah, and learning at the same time. Um, so for me, that was a huge reason why I love real estate and why I got into it. I feel purposeful the same work. way. I, yeah. I, purposeful work. I, yeah. I spent 22 years in corporate work. You know, Don, we worked at the same company for a short period of time. And I never really felt totally fulfilled. You know, I did good in my job and I always was dec- highly you know, um, decorated for it, but not until I got into real estate and started working, as Anna said before, with the human side of our being that I felt like I was more fulfilled because you actually, it's an intimate kind of working relationship. When you're working with mm-hmm. people, you're fulfilling their dreams, you're helping them to get to the next point. And you point. get to know them really personally and intimately. It's meaningful. It, mm. It's completely meaningful. And I don't think at this stage after 16 years of doing this now that I can do anything else. Anyway, we have so much more to talk about <laughs> with Dawn and deal. company. We have to leave it there for a break. We'll come right back after this. This is Good Morning New York on the Voice America Variety Channel. Don't go away. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. It's not easy to make it big in New York City. It's even harder to sustain that success for decades. However, two teams have defied those odds due to their formulas for success. Both have all-star rosters performing at the top of their game. Each have an undying commitment to greatness, a willingness to evolve, superior training programs, and ownership that invests heavily in their products. It only seemed natural for the world's most valuable sports brand to partner with Halstead, a market leader in the New York metro area, and now proudly serving as the official luxury real estate firm of the New York Yankees. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll free in North America at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody, we are back with Anna Shagalaw from Halstead Real Estate, Louise Phillips Forbes from Halstead Real Estate, Noah Kaplan, Nest Seekers International, Phil Horrigan, Leasebreak.com, and Peru Brombat from Compass. And of course, Dawn Darty is here, our coach for the day, um, which is going to help us become so successful in 2018. We're not going to be able to to deal with all the, the business that comes our way. Yeah. Good problems. That's, that's, good problems. That's We're going to hate winning. We're going to hate winning. We touched on this a little while ago. Yeah. So you say you need to create new business by focusing in on what 
you want what you want more of. Right. And we had Explain a, that to us. So we had that discussion and thank you so much for sharing. I love that everyone around this table has such a powerful why. Uh, we start our careers off as ambitious. That's how we've been conditioned, you know, in our younger years. And we go through life and get to a point where purpose and meaning is what drives us. So what I've heard from everybody around this table is you have something super invigorating that gets your head off the pillow. But now what do you do? Okay. What, um, and it's per, per, Parul said to us earlier that she felt very confined working in corporate. And yeah, the wonderful thing about what it is that we all do in real estate is there's nobody breathing down our neck. We have that freedom. And the daunting part of what we do is there's nobody breathing down Mm -hmm. our neck. And uh, you're out there speaking to clients as I am out in the world and I'm, you know, a therapist, a counselor, a coach. And my biggest tool is having a therapist, counselor, and a coach. So I think one of the biggest mistakes real estate professionals make and those who are out there not only earning but like living a life of inner peace have people like me that are their business, spiritual. Your anchor. Yeah. Like I hold a safe space for people where they can just share their deepest fears, be themselves, tell me things. People come in my office and tell me things they don't tell their spouses. Mm-hmm. And it's super powerful because the next part of the VMOM questions it's what are your obstacles? And it's really, really hard for us to determine what our obstacles are because we're so close to ourselves. We're, we can't be objective. It's really difficult for us to look in the mirror and, and see what they are. And I've spent over 10 years um, in spiritual uh, different modalities. Uh, I'm a certified hypnotherapist. I help people get to, woo, there's a deal. (laughs) (laughs) The cake is baked. Yeah, the cake is baked. I was reading, guys, on the train. um, (laughs) The cake is done. I was reading. (laughs) Thank goodness. But Dawn, let me ask you a question. I I wanted to just read one thing. Go ahead, uh, yes, yes. If you don't mind. No, go ahead. Uh, From uh, Carl Young, everyone carries a shadow and the less the less it is embodied in the individual's conscious life, the blacker and denser it is. At all counts, it forms an unconscious snag, thwarting our most well-meant intentions. Mm. So I I really, I'm, I know that there are other coaches in the real estate world. You got your Tom Ferry and your Brian Buffini, and they're all wonderful from a productivity standpoint. I'm anti that. Like all those techniques, if, listen, there are thousands of techniques. I could give you a hundred of them today. If you're still walking around with what Young refers to as this um, subconscious, right, shadow that you are not looking straight in the eye and having awareness around, then you're going to struggle. So that's the obstacle that I help people look face right in the eye. And I describe it as being ice cubes that you melt over time by sprinkling a little salt. So the ice cube doesn't melt overnight. They're these big ice cubes. So when you do this work and you really look at yourself in the mirror and see yourself as you are for this first time, then you're able to say, okay, here are the 10 techniques 
that I'm going to focus on that are different from what I did last year because what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing and over mm-hmm. and over Expecting again. Expecting different, different Yeah. That's why so, we're in this business. <laughs> and also, why do people stop in their tracks after, you know, January 15th? They have all these good intentions at the beginning of the year. All of these things, you know, my... New Year's resolution is A, B, and C. I don't make resolutions. I don't either. (laughs) I made one this year, actually. I made one. And I said, I'm Mm -hmm. going to be around funnier people, and I'm going to laugh more. And that night, Mm -hmm. as I was watching Sex and the City movie, instead of being out partying on New Year's Eve, although it was very cold, I got my iPad out. And I signed up for a stand-up comedy class. Yay! So, thank you. Awesome. Yeah, I'm a call. Yeah. So, so it's a mixture of really getting to know what you want <laughs> and then taking focused action and not piling on 20 All things. right. Before we get there, though, I wanted to ask you a question. And then maybe this answer comes later in the, yeah. in, in the program today. But so we, you just look around the table here. We are all very different individuals. We have different personalities, character traits, et cetera. Yet we're all successful real estate agents. When you coach and you talk and you mentor people, what do you find as the common denominator in all and everyone in this business that you say, okay, now I understand why that person is a real estate agent, or I think this is why that person is going to be successful. What is that common denominator? Well, I heard people connection. people ask me this all the time. You, you know, they're, they're, I, I don't know if you guys study Tony Robbins and, yeah, you know, yeah. they're the six the six um, human needs. And uh, I'm a big assessment person. When clients start working with me, I offer them a 70 question assessment and we get down to what it is that you're still holding on to that's blocking you. And one of the assessments that's out there, and if you haven't taken it, I think there's a free version of it online, is a DISC, the D-I-S-C. So the DISC assessment, imagine a quadrant, four areas, and you primarily fall into one of these areas. Sometimes you're straddling two areas, but the four areas, if I were to describe D, it would be the lion. So it's the CEO, the take charge person, okay? The I is what we refer to as the dolphin, social. And many real estate professionals, I would categorize as straddling I and D. Sometimes, you know, they have more D. S on the bottom is the koala, and 40% of the population falls into that. These are people that just want to told what to be done, uh, told, you know, this is what you need to do. But And, and real estate professionals don't fit there. At all. The C's are your accountants, your engineers, your number crunchers. And although that's an aspect of what you do, you probably hire people to do that if you're working on a new development. You know, many people that are. So, Vince, to answer your question, it's it's that personality trait, that wanting to connect, uh, really getting energy out of being around people, you can't sit at a desk. You'd rather blow your brains out than, you know, sit at a desk all day long. And there is a take charge component because you are running your own show. And do you agree that there's a, a certain amount of creativity in real estate agents that doesn't necessarily, you know, belong to the corporate, you know, type working person? I feel like I've become more of a creative person mm-hmm. when I opted out of corporate and when yeah. I opted into real estate much more of the create creativeness that was within me that maybe I didn't realize I had you know kind of started flowing 
And again, because of everything we've all talked about, you know, freedom and not having to stick to a schedule right. and, and doing and your own thing. And you must stay in that zone. And that's, um, yeah, there's seven levels of leadership. When I, when I take, I show my people how to become better leaders, how to be optimal, outstanding leaders. And that, in the seven, seven letters of levels of leadership, that's level six. So you want to transcend to this level where you can connect to your flow on demand. So... Real estate professionals that are successful are those that uncover that that creative aspect. And if they get in the business of, um, of, if they get into this business and they're not creative people and they need to be told what to do, guess what? They're out the door pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And you all know that this is not. There's a revolving door in this business for sure. Very big. But I also would say that a lot of people, you know, kind of realize their creativity in the the successful agents, realize their creativity and where they thought they never even had it. Because you need to be uh, thinking outside of the box in this business and creative. I mean, almost every minute of the day that we focus on real estate because it is not a black and white and it is not a nine to five and it's not looking at a computer all day long and, and doing tasks to, you know, to satisfy your boss. This is really all about us and, and know, about Vince, what we want. I think what this is parole. What I've come to realize is that even if you're an accountant or even if you're somebody who needs to be told what to do, <coughs> ultimately there's a creative aspect that is just purely human. And mm-hmm. I think that we all need to feel find fulfillment with that and to what Don was bringing up with Tony Robbins the six traits that he talks about I think that real estate brokers seem to have a really nice balance between individuality and community Mm. which are two of the aspects that he talks about that are sort of like the conflict resolution that we go through as human beings Mm -hmm. where we we have a need for to be seen as ourselves and yet we need to fit in with other people and I think that that balance seems to be something that is really profound in most of us yeah, I in think industry that are successful. I think I think you've you've hit it because yeah. um, we have to kind of stand alone as our mountains, mm-hmm. as our own individual mountains. But then we also need to be able to be inspired by the people around us, Absolutely. whether it's our buyers, sellers, colleagues, yeah. managers, you know, um, mentors, or whoever it is. But to not to not see the world around you as something that you can learn from is just. Yeah. And the connection aspect, it's like we like connecting to others Mm -hmm. and ourselves, and it does start with ourselves. And I I think the people that are brought into our lives because of our business help us do that because everybody that Mm -hmm. we meet is so different and everybody we meet is so, you know. And you take something from that and you build on it. 100%, absolutely. And one more thing I wanted to bring up from what Don said was um, sort of having that objective coach, therapist, whomever, um, you know, like AA plans, AA plans tend to do the step four, step five. I'm not fully in tune with the program, but I know it's there's a place of like you go to someone that is not related to you, who is not a material person in your life. And you sort of walk through and talk about all your fears or all the things that you think you may have done incorrectly and there's two aspects to that one is there's just a catharsis of being able to have that connection with somebody who you know is there to not judge you but the other aspect of that is it's like it's the definition of insanity thing it's when we sit there and are constantly stuck in our own thoughts just having a different perspective and for us we get it from our clients Mm -hmm. quite often but having different perspectives that make us think differently um is invaluable and I think coaches really do do that very very well so yeah absolutely it's so priceless 
I, I couldn't imagine doing anything else in my life. This this really is, is, and I've gone through a career, if you can believe, I started as an electrical engineer, so I have a degree. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can believe that. I'm, just, I'm and, looking at the way you process that. Uh, I can totally see that. I was an engineer, too. Uh, wow, uh, industrial engineer, yeah. And technology, sales, as we shared the career and, and what's brought me here. And, you know, now that we talked about obstacles, so then what's your method? And that's really the business plan. And I mm. think that's the amazing opportunity that real estate professionals have because we were just talking about being an individual. Yet, if I go to any broker site and I read the bios, they all sound the same. So personal branding mm. is a big opportunity that so many agents miss out on. And I tell my clients, when somebody asks you what you do professionally, the worst thing you could say is, I'm in real estate. Right. Let's, <laughs> let, let's hold the thought there because yeah. this is really what the meat of the conversation is going to be after this break. We are live from Blastar Productions here in New York City. This is Good Morning New York. We will be right back after these messages. Don't go away. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. American Heroes Network is a program for and about our American veteran heroes and their families. Join host Gary Ray as he shows what is being done to help our veterans and showcase the companies and organizations that are helping our veterans and their families rebuild their lives. Listen for American Heroes Network, live and powered by the Voice America Variety Channel, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody, we are back with Don Doherty, coach here for real estate and other professions. Anna Shagalaw from Hall State Real Estate, Louise Phillips Forbes from Hall State Real Estate, Noah Kaplan, Ness Seekers International, Phil Horrigan, leasebreak.com, and Perul Brombat from Compass. So, um, Don, just before the break, you started talking about branding and how important individual personalized branding is to each uh, and every uh, real estate agent, and you were saying something like, you know, when you start reading profiles, as as I do, I used to hire a lot of sales agents in the past, and they all seem to sound the same. Oh my what, gosh, I get bored What are we doing wrong sentence. with those things? <laughs> well, it's you're you're putting the cart before the horse, so you're writing your bio before you're even as, even assessing what business site. You're in. Right. So when I start with clients, the first thing is uh, we we do a lot of what we were talking about earlier, which is belief, understanding the beliefs that are standing in our way and reframing those. And then I get quickly into, okay, who do you know? And agents are the most disorganized people <laughs> I've mm-hmm. ever met do you relative think? to <laughs> yeah. 
customer relationship management CRM. And I have a degree in in electrical engineering. I shared with you guys, I think, in break earlier. So systems, I'm this weird combination of spirituality, going deep, soul work with technology, efficiency my friends joke they they call me get it done dawn i do more in one day that more people do like in a month okay so i'm always looking for the latest technology enhancing and uh at a minimum just getting all of your contacts aggregated into one csv and a crm and i do i have a crm a customer relationship management system that i love and i know the ceo and i have a direct if if anybody wants to what check is it out it's contactually oh contactually yeah, yeah, yeah. dot com Got forward it. slash invite forward slash don d that's contactually c-o-n-t-a-c-t-u-a-l-l-y dot com forward slash invite forward slash don d you'll get a free um trial it's my friend V who runs this business and it is so much fun. Most CRMs are like business plans and homework and all those awful words that we were talking about earlier. Earning Igniter. As you said before, earning Igniter. Will it tie together social media with those Everything. And I'm going to talk to you about what social media I'm really digging on right now, what I'm loving, because I have three technologies that I love, and uh, I'll talk about the two others, but contextually. So the first thing I tell my clients to do is aggregate all of their contacts. So all of their Facebook contacts come in, all of their LinkedIn contacts come in, everything in their Gmail, everything in their Outlook. You can upload every CSV you've ever created of past clients, and it all gets combined into this one system. And then the next step is taking all of those contacts and really, you know, seeing, okay, who are my A's, B's, C's? I have specific buckets that I work with my agents. There are 10 buckets that we place um, all of those contacts in and contextually has a game that's called the bucket game. And what it does is it serves up each contact and then you can just put them into little buckets. Mm -hmm. So it makes organizing your life fun. And then I have my clients look at those A players. The VIPs are people that I I tell my clients, if you identify 80 people that you will individually touch once a year, I mean once a month rather, 80 people. Statistics show Michael Gerber from the E-Myth, statistics show that 80% of those people will deem you their go-to real estate professional. That's 64 people out of the 80. You do 10 deals, I mean 10% out of that 64, that's six or seven additional deals just by picking up the phone or emailing 30 minutes a day and reaching out to five people, 20 days, you know, four people, 20 working days a month, that's 80 people. So when you identify these VIPs and you're contextually getting to the branding, it's, okay, what do they have in common? Who are the people they know? What do they enjoy? So are they, do they enjoy the arts? And you know what? Usually your brand is you. Quick question for you, Don. Okay, I know a lot of people, and I think all of us here do, because we're all like sort of people people. Yeah. Problem is, if I want to reach out to, you know, 20 photographers that I know, I never have a place to, to know where the 20, like I, I don't have hashtags or anything right. to organize the 20 or the or, or the or the 50 hedge fund managers. So what I I tell my clients, less is more. So when we start putting together our email communication plan, which by the way, email communication, email marketing trumps 
Am I supposed to say that word? (laughs) (laughs) We get the context. Social media. Mm -hmm. Social media is for awareness. You want to interrupt, okay, engage. Social media may be for interrupting and engaging. Email takes it to education and offer. So they must work together. So email marketing, answering your question, if um, hedge fund managers or photographers were a big part of people you really enjoy doing business with, or you're going to tell me, Here's who I enjoy doing business with. Here are the type of apartments they buy or sell. Here are the areas that they they are concentrated in geographically. Now, I'm not saying all your business will be done within you know that that focus. With that said, when you can focus in on a market, you make it easier for people to send people your way. And wouldn't it be great to have a conversation with 200 dog owners? in an email communication and get a 60% open rate on your email. Right. That's the open rate I get on my email. Let me, let me, let me ask you a That's question. Amazing. Let me ask you a question, Dawn, because we were texting a little yeah. bit last night about the differences between uh, email and, and making a difference or impacting or social media. And you said 100% email, as you just yes. said now. Well, let me ask you. So, I mean, all of us here at the table have, you know, social media presence. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's about me business. Too. Some Yeah. And sometimes it's not about business. And sometimes it's just about you as a personal person. Louise does mm-hmm. it brilliantly with her family, for, for example, doing vacations and, and whatever else. I love that. But my point is, though, you know, as part of our personal branding, okay, do we want to make sure that people understand who we are as people, not just reading a, 100%. a profile or a bio. Absolutely. 100%, right? But they want to know who we are as mm-hmm. people so they can relate to us on that level. And then if yeah. there is something important that you want to get out to them, then you direct it or target it to an email campaign or, or a be- bunch of people who are going to be on the other side of that email campaign. Yeah, and, right? it's, and it's not just throwing spaghetti at the wall. This is really intentional. When I work with my clients, we come up with, okay, who are you targeting? On, you know, on Instagram, I like verbs. So I love... Uh, <laughs> The Harlemizer. You know, one of the biggest, um, yeah. uh, I made that up actually this week, Park <laughs> Sloping, you know, uh, Park sloping. Harlem, Harlem Hiding. Uh, uh, I, I, when you put something out there that you stand for, then people who stand for the same thing that you stand for will like you and follow you. There's somebody, and I, yeah. Yeah, and I and I also feel like that, like you, what you're talking about, that social media opportunity is that I I also feel that I really want to have a a place where people have an opportunity to know who I am. And I think one of the things that people used to kind of give me when I first was in the business and my accent was a lot, lot stronger and I talked like this and, you know, Amazing. people were like, do you want to with take some shoes. class? Yeah, with my prairie skirt and cowboy boots. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a visual. So, <laughs> sure is. So, but, but the truth is, is that, you know, what, what I found for myself is that I, I am, it's more important for me to be comfortable with who I am mm-hmm. and, and through that, honesty then there's an attraction instead of a promotion there's no promotion yeah, needed correct yeah <clears throat> speaking correct. of news and i know for a fact excuse me but i will not be a, a shoe that'll fit everyone and that's okay None yeah, of that's, that's why that we all shine right. the way we shine right. differently right. absolutely and this wasn't quite a new year's resolution but one of the things that i was just talking to a younger broker this past week and he was asking me but i don't know if 
what I know is good enough, who I am is good enough, right? Like, I don't know if I'm actually in a place where I can. And what I said, Tim, and I think this is so true. If we all think about this as real estate brokers, think of the brokers we recognize the most. It's not the people that we necessarily did business with or or somebody that, I mean, we do remember those, obviously. But the names that pop in our minds are usually the name that we don't even click open their email. But like Ryan, for example, Ryan Serhan, who knows on Ryan's team, I get two emails from Ryan every day and I jokingly say, oh my God, I think I'm going to start using him as my broker. So, I mean, it's just like a lot of times just seeing the name pop up and the repetition in our minds and how we rec- how our mind is organized and how we recognize a name and after a recognition of our name, our mind, the way our brain works is uh, the place where we store familiar faces and the people we know mm-hmm. is the same sort of structure. And so as a result of that, just from a neurological standpoint, if you repeatedly watch Kim Kardashian or whomever, the reason why people get so addicted to this is because they seem familiar. Mm-hmm. They seem like a friend to them. And so just seeing your name, even if what you, I mean, granted, you can't put out something that is offensive or whatever, but even if it isn't the best work that you've ever put out there, if you're just putting the best of yourself out there and people just see you on repeat, that goes Miles goes miles, I think, and I personally want to do that more often. I think it's important to do the the personal aspect of it too, only because we get to know them so personally, mm-hmm. we get to know our clients so yes. personally that I think it's only fair that I should disclose some aspects of my life, and yes. they get to know me on a personal level too. And we know if we click, and I mean, all these years in the business, how many how many people? Are, are actually your personal friends when they mm-hmm. started as clients. Or how many people become your personal friends after they after, are your that's clients. That's what I mean. Yeah. Absolutely. No. And, but you know, and, and the thing for me is I'm painfully private. Like, I, I my oh, last, I'm an open book. Yeah, but see, my, see, my, <laughs> you know. my <laughs> last Facebook post was probably in February of last year. Oh, like, wow. literally, I don't like to... If you want to know something about me or I want you to know something about me, I do it on a personal Mm -hmm. level. I don't put it out there. And that is my personal biggest goal of this year is to put myself out there. But I like the aspect of being being recognized and being known. And when I go out Mm -hmm. and sometimes people say to me, so has little Jet? And I think, oh, they're paying attention. So people comment on my kids. I I will also just say, and for you, my challenge to you is you need to listen to a TED Talk Mm -hmm. by, I'm forgetting her name, but it's called Daring greatly uh-huh. it's a Brene book Brown. Brene, yes. Brene Brown mm-hmm. and it's all about vulnerability mm-hmm. and about shame and how it wires us yes and um you know it is it a very very powerful daring greatly. daring greatly which comes from a Teddy Roosevelt uh speech um during the war and it's very powerful you know and, and I know my underlying driver is this cultural thing of humility it's a cultural, culturally programmed thing for me where it is so, and a lot of women, I'm, I say, I'm saying this right now, not because of sharing my personal thing, but I realize that a lot of women in our industry, in fact, I'm going to a women's dinner tonight. I hear women repeatedly saying, well, it just seems like I'm bragging, you know, or I'm putting stuff out and, and, and I, I feel relate that way to about that testimonials. So de- I feel I'm so like, deeply about it. that. Yes, yes. Dawn, you, 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 you mentioned that there is one social media platform that you're loving right now. Yes, is it Instagram? Yeah, so, so I, that's my triple that. threat. So Instagram uh, is my fave. I'm like, I just, I just got it. on a few weeks ago and I'm blown it. away. I love it. Facebook is for nerds. Yeah. Instagram <laughs> is where it's at. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I I feel it, it's... This you just, just took your mic off. 
yeah. so being thrown out. The, no, the no, 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 is no. But here's the real thing. We got to yeah. go to break, so we're going to yeah. pick up right at the, at the other side. Of the <laughs> we got to leave. We, <laughs> this is Good Morning New York on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thank you, Louise. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com It's not easy to make it big in New York City. It's even harder to sustain that success for decades. However, two teams have defied those odds due to their formulas for success. Both have all-star rosters performing at the top of their game. Each have an undying commitment to greatness, a willingness to evolve, superior training programs, and ownership that invests heavily in their products. It only seemed natural for the world's most valuable sports brand to partner with Halstead, a market leader in the New York metro area, and now proudly serving as the official luxury real estate firm of the New York Yankees. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com listening to Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. If you want to call into the program, we're toll-free in North America at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. All right, everybody, we're back and uh, cut off Dawn because we had to go to commercial, but I wanted to pick up on her Instagram comments or your choice of social media. And and I want to, so what got us to this point? We were talking about business plan. We were speaking about, okay, what, where are you now? Where do you want to go? So one aspect of it, we didn't get into it. It is, okay, what will I make this year? And what is my average sale? And how many times will I be at the closing table? And who am I selling to? And that comes from your your uh, aggregated list of people. Then you get to your personal brand. Then it's, okay, what are my hashtags? Like, what, how do I find everybody who stands for what I stand? And that's your personal brand. And I think that Instagram is such a great place to showcase it because you can be very, um, fun with your profile. It's not so serious. 
Uh, also, you can post pictures and videos about things that mean something to you. And it's, it's just like as life happens. So I was at my unboxing now. And um, it's it. given me so much, like, kick-ass. And I posted <laughs> a picture of me jumping rope at the boxing gym. And, and the quote was, if you're not training somebody else's mm-hmm. to kick your ass, <laughs> right? Tushy. Am I not allowed to say that? And mm-hmm. determination, persistence, those are the things that I stand for. That's what I help clients with. And I had something like 300 views of that video. That's so, so cool. Yeah, That's and then cool. people will go to my profile and see what I do and then choose mm-hmm. to get on my email list or choose to reach out to me. And I think that's such a natural but way of being. why can't they find that on Facebook? Um, I just feel that the game is just a different game. And I am not, if I put that picture of me jumping rope on Facebook, I wouldn't get, number one, my friends for the most part. It's true. Yeah. Instagram, you know who's following me? Boxers from all around the right, world. Right, right. Well, that, yes, right. I agree okay, with that. Okay, so this opens your network. Yeah. And now this boxer from Venezuela is maybe being asked by his friend, who can I reach out to? I need to find a real estate professional. Exactly. And the boxer says, well, I saw this woman on Instagram and I looked at her profile. That, it, totally. it just and we all get a little excited over. when somebody hot decides to follow you and you have no idea yeah. who this person is and right. you're looking and you're like, who's that? Now, and I will and tell you, you, go, Instagram, well, you, when it's somebody that you recognize and you have no idea how they found you and it's like, oh. Well, that, well, and that, and that, yeah, let yeah. me add to you, I, I, I'm single and um, I started dipping my toe into the world of Bumble. I don't know if you guys that are married oh, are yes. so lucky. Oh, yes. That you're out there. Uh, okay, guys. Did you see this? Do you need to put out your email address? Yeah. Just so, so in Bumble, they connect your She's Instagram cute. feed. Well, that's new. That just oh, started, wow. right? Yeah. Which is wonderful because it's like, okay... Now I could really get to know this person well, as well. they are, but you could choose to put it up there or not. Right. So, That's so great. it's just another testament. So, and then my third, so the triple threat is contextually or whatever CRM that you, you must, you must place your contacts in various buckets. Imagine if I have a bucket of 100 pet owners. In New York City, which, by the way, there are statistics that show that 80% of pet owners earn over $250,000. You, you know, you could make a living just speaking to pet owners. And I used my, like, I'm crazy about BombBomb. It's my my new email marketing. What is that? Well, bomb when bomb. you're my client, I show you how to do this. It's called BombBomb. And it is a an email that has a video embedded in it. Ooh. So imagine, and then I could put a little list together. So I could send an email to my 100 dog owners. At the top is my header. Then comes my little video. I create a 20-second video or a 30-second or a 40-second video of myself and my dog in Fort Greene Park, let's say. And then I say, you know, uh, your your pet, whatever. We create an email that's specifically for pet owners. I give them something of value. Uh, maybe I give them information that they wouldn't have had as a pet owner if I didn't, if they didn't read my email. And then they see How me. How many seconds as, are they? Are you doing 20? 40 20, seconds. Yeah, 30, not more than a minute. Very quick. And yeah, what's amazing quick. about this app is when somebody, and you'll all get an email from me, when somebody gets the email, in, when they look at the email, there's a thir- three-second GIF of you moving around. So I've purchased a little blackboard, and it's like a little five-inch by three-inch whiteboard. And I will, you know, show this blackboard and say, "Dog, 
dog owners, I have a bone to pick with you or something like that. When I send something to Halstead, I, I, I do a lot of speaking at Halstead. Halstead agents, you need to listen to me. And I'm going like that with the sign. Of course, you're going to click on the video. <laughs> my open rate on my emails have been like 50 to 60 percent. And I have like 10, 15% of people watching my videos. Now, Paul was talking about having people know what we must allow people to have the emotional experience of what it would be like to work with us before they even pick up the phone and have their first conversation with us. If marketing isn't doing that, you're not marketing. And that's what, if, you, if, if you're doing everything that your firm is telling you, and I love what the firms are providing you in terms of tools, but you know they, they can just go so far. And when I get the same quarterly report from 20 agents from the same firm, I'm like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like you're not really mm-hmm. working to reach out to me and connect with mm-hmm. me. So I say less is more. Well, that's why Does it's that difficult sense? sometimes when you work with a firm, you know, a large firm, they're very restrictive in what you can and can't do. And, and so that's why I think I'm social media. I'm pushing those envelopes, by the way. I do, yeah, too. Maybe. I Absolutely. do, too. But I think that's why social media is is helpful because you can go outside of that you know, very firm, regimented company that you work for and their marketing, you know, guidelines and do your own thing, but do it professionally and do it smartly and do it wisely. Don't, did you say your three things? You said it was, you said contactually, bum, 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 and Instagram. Instagram. Okay. I want to, I want to, we have a few minutes left and I want to just, you know, kind of Instagram. Capsulize what we were talking about today. So your branding is very important. Your personal branding, building your network, identifying key relationships, and plan to enhance your connections through proven strategic approaches, both internal and external clients. Be aware and be focused uh, in on who you're talking to. Create a month-by-month marketing plan. That's what I want to ask you to. Yeah. So you're suggesting the plan should be month-by-month versus an annual plan. Or an annual plan broken well, an down by month. an annual that breaks into quarters and then monthly. Because if you do I tend Tony to do Hay- it that way. Tony because, Robbins is the way. That's how he does yeah, it. Yeah, because every month something different comes along. So you've got to adjust. So I kind of, kind of focus on yeah. that. Uh, that includes emails, calls, mailing events, and social media. Cut out wasteful activities that really, you know, don't get you anywhere and you're probably going to start earning less so what else do we need to know in the next so what, three minutes yeah so one of the mm-hmm. things that i've started with my clients that's super powerful is what's called a strategic alliance partnership network so each what i do when you work with me we go to your particular area and let's say you know you're, you're concentrating on the upper west side i create i help you fill the room with other businesses who are directed at your target market. So, you know, many real estate professionals, and we love mortgage brokers, but they're not going to give you leads because their clients are real estate agents. They have 300, 500 real estate clients. Were you going to get leads? Let's say I, uh, my target market was pet owners. I would like to have in the room, you know, all the different businesses that would have my next best client. And what we do is I facilitate a business building session and we do little breakouts. In e- they're like business networking international sessions, but at a deeper level because we get people super connected at a very um, soul level. People share their fears, their challenges. And then we assign little pods of um, business owners that are directed at sending each other business. This evening, we're once a month, I do gathering of all the different uh, chapters around the city. And I do that and help my real estate professionals to connect to a B2B approach for leads. And it's super powerful in this day and age because the internet game's over. 
the big guy owns that. The big guy owns it. I wanted to touch base a little bit on the charm school for real estate agents because, you know, as we all know in this business, some are charming, some are not so charming. We don't have time. We've run out of time. We are out of time for today. That's our show. Thanks to Dawn. Uh, for being here with us today until next end. Can we do a part two? Yes, Yes, we can. Yes, part two. Be kind to one another for all of us at Voice America all around the world. Thanks for joining us and I will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. And we will do a part two. Thank you. Wait, we need another one. Thanks for tuning in this week. Please join us for another edition of Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Here's hoping all of your transactions are successful ones.